Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here. It's Wednesday. It's WrestleMania week. That means one thing. We are officially on the road to Fightful Mania. Fightful Mania week kicks off right now. My hair's crazy. It's wild. But I am with a man who doesn't really have to worry about that. You know, you hate the eccentric millionaire tag. You hate it. There you are. You got you got Virgil chilling in the background, ready to to attack Nigel if he gets a little too froggy. So first off, the reason I hate first off, I don't hate that that name. I don't hate. Oh, excuse me. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. He's here already. Okay, bring him on in. Bring him on in. Oh no. Oh no. I didn't realize he's going to be here already. Bring him on in. <laughs> That got solid laughter out of shot. Thanks, oh, he's You're awesome. Shirt. You're awesome. Oh, fuck. That got solid laughter. Now, once again, for those of you who are listening to this show, and not, you're actually wiping away tears. I feel like I've done a good job. <laughs> for those of you who are listening and not watching this show, uh, a few weeks ago, so we just brought in a life-size cardboard cutout of James Ellsworth. And once again, Sean, you cannot get these things via retail outlets. My team had to make one. He is now the model for the official Fightful.com Sean Ross Sapp, your boy t-shirt that is now available, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Fightful. And uh, we had joked around about how it would be awesome if I had another one when I brought Virgil out. And Sean said, it'd be awesome if you had another one. And we joked that Ellsworth would be the guy. And guess what I got done? And he looks amazing. And, and, and look at, notice the height discrepancy because we got this true to life. See that? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, uh, I don't know what to say. I am speechless. Your reaction was amazing. Better than I actually expected it was going to be. Uh, you've gotten a lot better with your, with your surprises lately. So uh, everybody was told if this thing ends up in a YouTube test video, you're fired. 
So uh, they were awesome about it. And quite in all seriousness, my team is, is great. Uh, uh, a gentleman by the name of Zorro put that together, who also uh, is the one that put together your T-shirt. So he did a great job on that. Nigel's the guy that just brought it in here. It looks awesome. And for some odd reason, it fits perfectly with Virgil. There's some kind of a strange chemistry between those two guys. It's, it's hard to explain. Somebody tells me that I need to get a Nigel cardboard cut out and put it in my background. I might be able to hook it up. I'm going to have Nigel on one of my members only shows one Friday. You know what? If you, he's an intelligent, well-spoken he guy. Is. And when it comes to politics, that dude knows his shit. So if you want to talk uh, he's, about, he's going to be on. He's doing one of the. He's going to do some trick tent shows, right? Yeah, they've already been working on some, and he's. Oh, very, I can't wait for that. Very intelligent guy. So I mean, guys, you see all this stuff around me—the fightful and the, the logos and all that stuff. Nigel had to walk me through that like I was six years old, and he did it like, like he sent me this this rundown of it, and I was like, man, I'm going to need some help. He gets on Skype. He shows me how to do it. it took maybe four or five minutes. He's incredible. Uh, but but listen, James. You all have to go to Halloween as Ted DiBiase and Virgil. So I want to address the eccentric millionaire thing. So the, I, I do not hate it because the the emotion hate requires a lot of effort and a lot of work, as you know. For for somebody to hate something, it takes effort, right? So I don't hate it. I just don't like to discuss my financial situation. And eccentric, which I actually looked up the definition of one time, I don't consider myself to be that. I'm not strange. Did you know that if you look up the definition of eccentric, they actually use the word strange? I'm not strange, man. Just because I get uh, life-size cardboard cutouts. Unconventional is the term I would like to use. Yeah, it's not bad. Not bad. Now listen, listen. You have a cardboard cutout of James the Big Hog Ellsworth. I do. With my face on it. That is I do. slightly strange. Might be the only one in the world. It is the only one in the world. No one has. Yeah, that. it's the only one in the world. Do you think yeah. he has one at his house? Uh, he's going to want one. Well, I mean, I will say, <laughs> I did tweet Daniel Bryan, and he brought up. He, he referenced it on Talking Smack. The hog couldn't even be contained by sweatpants last night, and he, he had to wear. He the hog is so big he had to wear sweatpants. That so are you off. saying that you had said that and then Daniel Bryan used yes. that remark? Yes. Is yes. that right? Yes. It's not interesting. And the other thing I want to reference is you made you just made a comment about my hair is growing out, but you don't have that problem. This is by choice. I actually do have hair here, as you can see. I choose to keep it short because it's convenient. I am not I am not narcissistic, Sean. I don't feel the need to spend a lot of time on my grooming habits. I don't either. Look at my hair. My hair is (laughs) fine, like cat's hair. Here's the thing. The longer my hair gets, I actually look bald because I have a widow's peak. Like it looks like it's receding here, but it's been like this since I was a kid. So the longer it gets, it'll fall over and it'll look like I'm losing my hair. Even Like Shawn Michaels. Like Shawn Michaels has been for like 10 years. Well, no, he's got a bald spot. He didn't used to though. He had what you have now, meaning that you're on your way if you want to draw the comparison. Have I been on my way since I was like four? Yes. Because that's when it started. Well, you've had a beer since you were six. So is my grandma know. on her way? Because she's had it her whole life. She probably is too. Well, Good chance. What's on What's on your damn list this week? I know you got one. Got the list of Jimmy Van right here. I assume you want to talk about WrestleMania first. So the first thing I have on here is WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, well, let's run down the card very quickly. We'll make some quick picks. 
First off, this women's SmackDown championship match, it's Alexa Bliss versus the world. Do you think Naomi gets it done in her hometown? So I think that Vince McMahon, and, and again, I don't like to generalize, but typically we seem to be on the money with these generalizations. I think that Vince McMahon looks at Alexa Bliss as what he likes about a female WWE superstar. Uh, if you look at his history of people that he's pushed, they've always been the pretty blonde. That's, that's kind of been what he goes for. Alexa fits that perfectly. She's also got an athletic background. She, I think, was a competitive cheerleader. I think that either she retains uh, or they go with Naomi so that uh, Alexa can, um, can chase her for the title. But I think it's ultimately going to end up back with Alexa. I think she's the one they like. But I could see Naomi taking this one match, but she's not going to be, I don't think, a long-term champion if she wins. Yeah, I didn't think Alexa was ready when she got called up. I was wrong. She is ready. She doesn't have great matches. She's been great. She's been good. She can hold her own in the ring, and she has the best facial expression. I agree. I agree. And she's got the look they like again. So Yeah. Neville versus Austin Aries. I think Neville's going to win this because I think there is more of a chase for Austin Aries, even though, in my opinion, he's fizzled out pretty quickly with, with his push. Since he's come back, he hasn't gotten the reaction that he was getting when he was out. Let me tell you something. Did you ever think, so you, you know Austin Aries, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners know Austin Aries from Ring of Honor, uh, from TNA. Did you ever think that you were going to see Austin Aries doing a backstage segment with the New Day, swiveling his hips like an idiot? Uh, and I can't recall what he was chanting, uh, but whatever. Did you ever think? Cruiserweight champion. It was dumb. It was stupid. Did, no, did I you didn't. you ever think you'd ever see him do that? I hate to use the term sellout because the guy's making a living, but I could not believe that he was... Uh, that he was doing that. I, uh, I think Neville should win because, again, this is not going to be a one-and-done feud between these guys. So I think Neville should win. My gut tells me Austin's going to win. But uh, Neville should. Like, I don't know what to do with the New Day at this point. Hardy boys, man. They need the Hardy boys. Yeah, it's true. That, that might give them a new lease they need on them. life. They need them. 2017 Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. I think it's either going to be Braun or... Sami Zayn does the Yokozuna Vader 96 Rumble elimination, tosses out Show and Strowman. Uh, what do you think? I think it's got to be Braun. Uh, and if Braun were to lose by what you're explaining, did you just crack your neck? Yeah, I did. You have neck issues or something? Oh, hell yeah, I do. Okay, because that, that looked that, – I thought your head was going to go flying off your shoulders the way you just did that. Yeah, could maybe. So uh, going back to this, so uh, it, Braun's got to win. I, I really liked your idea about having Braun eliminate everybody. Uh, you're yeah. still cracking your neck over there, man. Yeah, what of it? <laughs> <laughs> but if, if Braun doesn't win, then he better have a presence later in the show. If, if, if he loses on a fluke and then he's, he has a presence later in the show, I'm willing to uh, accept that. If he loses and then he's not on the show in any other area, then that sucks. But I, I think Braun's going to win. I think that they have a lot of, uh, they have a lot behind him. I think. Gallows and Anderson, Enzo and Cass, Cesaro and Sheamus. This is now a triple threat ladder match. A lot of people think, oh well, it's Enzo and Cass's time. I think there needs to be a build to Enzo and Cass winning. I think Enzo needs to doubt himself and say, "I am the weak link," and then he ends up being the one that saves Big Cass and wins the championships. That hasn't been properly set up here. There's nothing to say that they they couldn't set that up. I mean, they could win the titles on Sunday, lose them on Monday, and they could run with that story, and that that would be fine. Like Enzo loses the titles. Uh, where do you think they go with this? Who wins? I think Gallows and uh, Anderson retain. 
I think I think that management looks at Enzo as a cartoon character. Uh, I think Cass is who they look at as the star. I could see them having a, a, a title reign as a, as a springboard forecast to bigger things. Uh, yeah, I think Gallows and Anderson are going to retain. Plus, I think that there's going to be several title changes on the show. Just if you look up the way that the builds have been going, they're not going to change them all. So, uh, yeah, Gallows and Anderson retain, I think. Ambrose versus Corbin, I said on the SmackDown show, I'd be shocked if this goes six, seven minutes. I think Corbin wins. I think he'll hit a, a big end of days. You'll see that uh, the whole, you know, every WWE fan will get to see that finish and say, damn, mm. what a finish that is. And they'll see get Baron Corbin, new Intercontinental Champion. How do you feel? Yep, absolutely. Corbin's got to win. Uh, this, this might be uh, what I consider to be the bathroom break match of the show. Because I'm not a Corbin guy, and Ambrose, I find, has not done a lot to try to elevate his game. Uh, Corbin's going to win. He's the guy that uh, the company's pushing on the SmackDown brand, I think. You know I'm all about like locals and stuff. And Dean Ambrose is from Cincinnati, relatively local to me, but he has just fizzled out. He doesn't seem like he cares. I think it's because he's content in life because he's banging Renee Young. So, I, so I, you know, I just think he looks at it like, eh, I'm on the Mania card. Good for me. I get to go home to Renee Young. Good for him. Well, this is why you like having me on the show, because I don't care what I say, Sean. You love that about me, man. I don't care. Do I? Absolutely. Do you know that I told Showdown Joe, for, the, for those of you that don't watch the MMA show, uh, Showdown Joe doesn't swear on the show. And there have been times that he will actually spell out the word. So, like, let's say that he's uh, quoting someone that said the word bitch. He will actually spell B-I-T-C-H on the air because he just doesn't like to swear. <laughs> And I actually texted Joe and I said, you can swear all you want, man. You don't have anything to fear with this show. But he's like, ah, he's like, that's just kind of what I'm used to because he was in broadcasting. And, and uh, so anyway, yeah, you know, I'll say whatever I want. I curse on the show all the time. I like yeah. it. It's one of the things I've liked about the transition from where I was before to where I am now. And I was able to curse a little bit there. But did they actually censor you? Did they tell you, oh, you have to like ease that up? No, not really. But it was implied, you know, like... I mean, they were they were trying to work on some deals with some some websites and stuff, and they didn't want me to. You know, there were times where some wrestlers got upset at what I said. Really, that really happened? Oh yeah, all the time. So I look at it like this. So uh, so, do you ever watch a show called Suits? No. Okay, I know you watch Walking Dead, and uh, now the word shit is accepted on television. Mm-hmm. So you, and I think it's after like nine p.m. or something that you can you can use that word. So Suits uses it regularly walking dead uses it regularly so what's wrong with that i mean i i do try to tone down my usage of the f word uh just because yeah. i have a child i have a child and i don't want her to pick that up so i try i don't use that word all that often but uh, otherwise go for broke i mean this is the real world yeah i think uh, i think i'll keep uh dean ambrose and renee young sex life out of my po- out of my i didn't go into detail all i said is he's happy because that's all i said i did not go into detail Jericho versus Owens, U.S. Championship. I think it's Owens' night. Got to be. Got to be. There's, there's no other way to go with it. Jericho, I believe, is leaving. Uh, is it sometime late April or May to do a Fozzie tour? And he's going to be back. So it would make perfect sense for Owens to not only win, but to hold on to it until Jericho returns. So, uh, yeah, that, that's definitely going to be the outcome. Cena and Nikki Bella against Miz and Maurice. This angle has been so hot. It's been so awesome. Uh, I think it's going to be Cena and Nikki, but I think that works for Miz and Maurice because the Miz as a crybaby is so good, and he can take this and get himself even more over with it. 
And once again, uh, not to sound like a, a broken record, is this not indicative of how entertaining the show can be when they don't script promos word for word? Like, is this not a perfect example of why it's perfectly fine to get bullet points uh, and then let them go out there and do their thing? There's no way that Cena is reciting word for word dialogue when he's going out there and saying the stuff that he's saying. And it's the most entertaining thing on the show. If anybody that watched SmackDown last night, that was the only entertaining segment of pretty much the entire show. Uh, in my opinion, what do you think? Yeah, I thought that was one of the most entertaining non-wrestling segments I've seen in a very, very long time, if not ever. That was right. from from Maurice and Miz to John Cena, basically everybody except for Nikki Bella who was involved. Was nothing short of yeah. phenomenal. Nikki Bella was weird. She did the mic drop. You can't do a mic drop after Cena calls, says all that stuff about the Miz. When you come with that weak line, you can't do it. All I can say, uh, if I'm going to try to be as respectful as possible, is she has capitalized, or let's just say she has enjoyed her relationship with John Cena professionally. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Well, she's worked hard and got better too, but yeah, that, that absolutely has helped. We have Bailey, Charlotte Fair, Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks, Nia Jax, Fatal Four Way Elimination Match. Who takes it personally? I'm I'm thinking that Sasha finally pulls the trigger on the heel turn. It's not going to be Bailey. Uh, I, as soon as Bailey won on Raw, that was kind of my indication she's not going to win. Uh, they have dropped the ball on Bailey, like we've talked about, and and just like how I said that Vince McMahon looks at Alexa Bliss as what a, a female WWE superstar is supposed to look like. I think he looks at Bailey uh, and thinks that's not what a WWE superstar is supposed to look like, even though she was a made woman in uh, NXT. So I agree with you. I think they're really behind Charlotte, so I could see Charlotte getting the WrestleMania moment. But I do think that the uh, the Sasha heel turn makes sense. Well, I think that they can right the ship with Bailey because if her best friend turns on her to take her title at WrestleMania, that's a pretty sympathetic plight to to go about. You can, you know, I'm sure that there are kids that can identify with that losing their best friend and having things that you're not getting what they want. Yeah, I mean, they can. If you think about it, they can right the ship with anybody on the roster. If they push James Elworth strong, and if they pretended that he has a a really impressive like mandible claw finisher. And they put him over guys week after week after week. Next thing you know, he's a main eventer. I mean, they they could they could essentially salvage anybody. So uh, they can do that with Billy. But uh, again, I just I I can't help but think that she does not have the characteristics that this man thinks a female superstar should have. That's just my opinion. Shane McMahon, AJ Styles. I'm going AJ here. He's ready made for the next title shot. He already earned the title shot. And whether it's Orton or Bray Wyatt. That's a fresh feud. AJ versus Bray, AJ versus Orton. It's right there. AJ did such a good job on this promo last night because he was like, this is not an ODQ match. You have to wrestle me. You can't be out of the ring for more than 10 seconds. This is not your world. This is my world. Loved it. And I think AJ, if if anybody in the world gets a good match out of Shane McMahon, a good Shane McMahon, it is AJ Styles. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't see any outcome except AJ Styles winning. Nothing else would make sense. Part of me wonders if they might have Shane win and then have Styles get the heat on him post-match to try to, to salvage things. But no, there, there can't be any outcome except AJ Styles winning. I think it'll be good, uh, but I, I still think Shane's not a wrestler. I think that he is a spot guy. And so um, we'll see. I really liked it on SmackDown when AJ was like, look, this is a wrestling match. You have a 10 count. 
you can't be jumping off shit. Uh, so that was all fine and good. But uh, yeah, AJ's got to win. Seth Rollins, Triple H, non-sanctioned match. The first thing I want to ask you, do Finn Balor and Samoa Joe get involved in this match? Neither are booked for the show. Samoa Joe, absolutely, because that's probably going to be the next story. I don't know about Finn Balor. Uh, I could see Finn Balor coming back on Raw the next night. But uh, Samoa Joe, I fully expect to see him uh, uh, interfere in this match. The reason I think Finn Balor will is because of he's all over their social media. Like all over their Instagram, they're like, Finn Balor wrestling at this live event in Connecticut. But then if they did that, where does that leave Rollins? Because then if they're going to do Joe and Balor, where's Rollins left in that? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think he will. I think he'll be on Raw on Monday night. But Joe, I think for sure. Who wins, Seth Rollins or Triple H? It's got to be Rollins. It's got to be. I mean, there's, again, just like with Shane McMahon, Hunter wrestles once a year. How does it make any sense for him to win? Uh, so it's got to be Rollins. And I don't know. I don't Sorry? When have they cared lately about that? I mean, you know what? I, obviously, Hunter, Hunter, you know, you think back to like the CM Punk match, and, and obviously he has used his clout when he's felt like using it. But in recent years, I think he's kind of done what's best for business. I, yeah, but I mean the Rock, the Rock over Cena. Uh, I mean the Rock beat Eric Rowan last year. No big deal there. Yeah. The Rock beat CM Punk. Goldberg I mean Cena, beating Cena Lesnar, Goldberg beating Owens. Undertaker, Cena. Undertaker beat Bray Wyatt. Like I mean, we see it all the time. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But I don't know. I mean, uh, Cena got the win back. I think that that was planned out as a three year story, wasn't it? Like that was the plan from the beginning. Kind of. Kind of. So. I think Rollins is going to go over. I, I don't think there's any other outcome. It's kind of funny how if you, if you look at some of these matches, it seems like there's only one plausible outcome. With some of these it matches. seems that way. Yeah. It always seems that way. Yeah, yeah. Undertaker, Roman Reigns, the plausible way here is Roman Reigns wins. Yeah. He's getting booed out of that building, though. Yep, and he's got to win. Uh, Taker... I don't know if this is going to be his last mania, but he's not looking that great physically. Uh, if this isn't his last one, he's got to only have one more left in him. Reigns has to win. Well, see, I think he could do the Rock Eric Rowan thing, like at 58 years old. He can yeah. come out there and he can he can do like Kane did to Chavo Guerrero that one year for the ECW title. You choke slam, you pin people. You don't advertise him though. You don't say Undertaker's here, right? But tell me, those people wouldn't go crazy for 57-year-old Undertaker to do his entrance (laughs) as a surprise. I mean, he is the part-timer of the future, even though he's been the part-timer of the past and present. So it's kind of funny. Why do you think he was wearing a wig on Raw? Like, why do you think they did that? I don't know. It was so obvious to me that he had, you know, the old weave going on in there. Yeah, I put it as weave was on point in my podcast notes, which I release every Tuesday and Wednesday at 8 a.m., On Fightful. I apologize because I actually missed those. But uh Oh <laughs> I see. But I did notice that he had the the hair thing going and I didn't understand what the point was. I mean he's wrestling in six days. You know? What are they I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. We need to get you some weaves. Uh Goldberg, Brock Lesnar. Should I go for the Ellsworth look? Do you want me to do that? Should I go for that? As a matter of fact, have you ever seen the picture from Ellsworth from years ago where he had that same look, but his hair was long? Like he had the long blonde hair. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. Maybe I should go for that. Who you got? Lesnar, Goldberg. Lesnar. Even if uh, they think Goldberg is going to stick around, it's got to be Lesnar. Because what do you do to him if you've already killed him twice, if you include the Rumble? Uh, and now he comes in and gets beat against. Got to be. Got to be Lesnar. So... 
Look at how many I'm matches demented. these are with plausible out, like with seemingly I'm, obvious outcomes. I know I'm demented in the head, but you know what I might do? You know what I might do if I were WWE? This could be the last year on Lesnar's deal. Yep. I would have Goldberg win again. Wow. And then the next night I would have Roman Reigns beat Goldberg in like 30 seconds on raw for the title. Oh, in order to set up Brock and Roman. Yeah, maybe set up Brock and Roman, and in the meantime, yeah, no matter who it is, I have Reigns do that and make Reigns look better than all of them because back-to-back nights, because that's really what you're trying to do here. Ultimately, you're trying to get Roman Reigns over. Mm -hmm. And I don't care if he's a face as a heel. A heel turn for Roman Reigns is the biggest baby face turn you can make. I, I absolutely agree. Did you notice on so what, SmackDown too? And I, funny enough, my wife noticed this, and she is not even a casual fan. She said to me, how come the fans aren't booing Cena on SmackDown? <laughs> and it's because they came up with something that was actually entertaining and different with John Cena. Yeah. So I, I agree. It's not uh, insulting to my intelligence. Right, right. I agree. A, uh, a legit heel turn would do one. I mean, you're, you know, your idea is not a bad idea, but I just think that uh, they're losing a lot with Lesnar, given what they're paying him if, uh, if he gets beat again. Kyler says his contract ends at 34. I know that's what I said, Kyler. <laughs> it's his last year. His last year. And I don't want a Brock Lesnar carrying the title end in uh, his last match at WrestleMania because we've seen how he acts when he is not motivated. We get WrestleMania 20. Mm. but I would just, Hey, go ahead and do it now. Why wait a year and coronate him, coronate reigns at WrestleMania 33, do it now. And you will have a plethora of baby faces at your disposal to work with, whether it's Seth Rollins, whether it's Finn Balor, whether it's bringing over AJ Styles at some point, whether it's uh, Brock Lesnar as a baby face, even like there are a lot of guys you could do that with, with your idea. Would Roman go into 34 as the champion? Maybe who knows? Because I, I mean, it's it's so hard to plan that out a year ahead of time anymore with how the landscape changes from week to week. Right. I don't think you should plan anything like that a year ahead of time. Right. We'll see what happens. Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton for the championship. I want Wyatt to take this because I would love to see Styles versus Wyatt and Styles to just be befuddled by the weird shit that Bray Wyatt does. Like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> Why you got them ashes on you? It's funny how uh, your AJ Styles impression sounds like your Brooklyn fan at the Barclays Center impression. It's amazing. They sound exactly the same. My Brooklyn fan? What? So you were talking about Carlos Toro last week going to uh, the Barclays Center, and you gave you did an impression of a fan, and they sounded just like your AJ Styles impression just now. That is untrue. It's true. Go back and look it up. Anyway, I want to ask you a question uh, about this match. What the hell's going on with this Randy Orton stuff? You stupid. I don't like it. Do you think that Vince McMahon misses all of the campy shit they used to do with The Undertaker? Yeah. So he thinks Bray Wyatt is my opportunity. Bray Wyatt is my opportunity to get back to the shit? Here's the thing, Jimmy. Like, back when The Undertaker was becoming popular, there were people getting jailed on, like, in relation to crimes on, on the assumption that they worshipped the devil. Like, people believed that shit. Right. People, the West Memphis Three got locked up for a long time over right. stuff like that. That doesn't fly anymore. No. It doesn't. More people know better. Yeah. I mean, there are some weird occult, I don't want to say weird occult people. I mean, there are some occult people 
I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know why you do it. I mean, it's okay to have like a supernatural type of character, but yeah, I'm actually going to pick, uh, I'm going to pick Bray Wyatt in that matchup because Randy Orton up until now in the build has been the aggressor pretty much the entire time. I mean, he hasn't really, uh, you know, he hasn't really, uh, taken a a weekly loss to Bray, so to speak. So I think Bray's going to win it, but I think they're going to, they're going to extend the story. Yeah, I think they will too. Uh, unless it goes on last, then Orton probably wins. I don't know. I think Wyatt winning would get a bigger pop, though. Oh, no question, no question it would. But I don't think it's going on last. I think, uh, I think uh, Taker Roman's probably going on last. I think. Mm-hmm. But uh, Bray Bray winning makes sense to me, and I think the crowd would love it if that happened. Hey guys, we have a ton of exclusives over at Fightful.com. I interviewed Frankie Kazarian, head of Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor. We got Shane Helms talking about winning the Hardcore Championship. Last week's show, he covered his WrestleMania experiences. That is an awesome podcast. On uh, this week's Matt Riddle show, he talks about almost punching a German guy by the name of Gloves in the neck for unplugging his computer. Also, Shane Helms answers your mailbag questions. Uh, Carlos Toro has stuff with Sexy Star. Uh, I got some information from Chris Cyborg, talked to her, of all people, about her wanting to do a WWE match with Ronda Rousey. We've got stuff from Brandon Howard. He's got WrestleMania business stats up in our exclusive section. we got tons of stuff for you, you guys. And, of course, podcasts from Elias Theodorou, Sean Pearson, Frank Trigg, and yeah, boy. But this Friday, Jimmy, there will be a special guest appearance by my wife on the Members Only Podcast. Oh, really? We're going to review the Belco experiment that we watched last weekend. Okay, so long as you're not going to reenact the Edge and Lita segment from Raw a while back, because that is where i got to draw the line, man. Like, i got to draw the line somewhere. I'm sorry, but if you want viewers, you would encourage that. <laughs> because when you Google Sean Ross Sapp, the second list of recommendations is Sean Ross Sapp wife, which is what? kind of what? fucking creepy. People are looking up your yeah. wife? evidently unbelievable unbelievable that's that's great i don't even know where to go with that i I thought it was i thought it was odd when you uh instead of using the word now on skype it came up as meow yeah i thought that was weird have you never seen super troopers Uh, a long time ago is that where that came from yeah it wasn't autocorrect no it wasn't your computer saying well he uses the word meow a lot so that must be what he meant right meow Oh. You got to rewatch that because the repeater game. See, that was the meow game. Right. The repeater game is what Matt Riddle did to Triple H when they met. Right. I understand. He just said all the same stuff. Uh, but yeah, also, I'm going to tell the story uh, on each of these members only podcasts, which people seem to really like. I also tell stories about how I joined and left different outlets because there are different stories to each of those. Some good, some really bad and heinous. And eventually mm-hmm. I'll, I'll actually get to how I started talking to Jimmy and what my plans were there because a lot of people don't realize I was planning on perhaps leaving the outlet I was at already. I was I was shopping myself around at that time and had some nice deals on the table. But this week I'll uh, talk about an outlet called Cage Passion Media that I was at for quite a while and really helped refine myself as an editor. But yeah, register absolutely free, Fightful.com. That's the only way you will see that show. I'm, I don't release them afterwards. I don't do anything. It's not like the early access stuff with Matt and Shane. This is just for our registered members. I'll talk about anything you all want. Yes, I'll address the the Kentucky game. 
Are you going to answer more questions? Uh, like, are you going to answer any, any question? Yeah, sure. Because I think I submitted like six. And let me, let me tell you something. This is how committed I was, all right? This is how committed I was. I was at a lunch meeting last Friday. I was at a lunch meeting with a client. And I happened to look at my phone, and I think it was like 228, and I was like, shit, I think he's doing his thing right now. I actually logged into Twitter on my phone, which I never do, to submit those questions to you. And uh, you answered, I think, a few of them, but I don't know if you answered all of them, though. I was doing a solo podcast. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should, too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. It's hard to check a bunch of questions like on Twitter and switch windows when you're doing a solo podcast. Are you saying that my questions don't take precedence? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Gonna remember that. What's next on your list? So because we've only got about a half hour left, I might have to condense my list a little bit, but I'm going to... Nah, we can get through it. We can get through it. I'm going to read you a couple quotes. Sure. Uh, and I want your thoughts because I value your opinion. I think that you are so intelligent and knowledgeable. So uh, I want your thoughts. So this first one, Triple H did an interview with Sports Illustrated promoting WrestleMania. Do you already know where I'm going yeah. with this? Already? The Roman Reigns is a hero. Roman Reigns, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to read this and then I want your thoughts. So he said... Uh, and it's a bit of a long quote, so I'm going to blow through it quick. He said, if you believe what you believe and you're saying, how can they not turn him heel? There is 70% of the crowd booing him out of the building. If that's your belief, then isn't he already the biggest heel we have? If 70% of that crowd is booing him, then he's a heel. We're just not presenting him to you in a different way that makes you hate him. Here's my question. Is he saying, unless I'm misreading, is he saying that they are booking Roman Reigns as a heel and they actually believe that that's what they're doing? Is that what he's saying? Yeah, and I think that's the problem, Jimmy. That it, we feel insulted, right? And him saying that reinforces that feeling, reinforces that emotion that we feel insulted. And I like to bring up the Breaking Bad's, the Walking Dead stuff like right. that. Shades of Grey are fine and dandy, right? There is a preacher on the Walking Dead who one week I I want to hug the dude, the next week I want to punch him in the face. I agree, same. Shades of Grey are fine, man. Look at how he's been recently. He has shown no fear to The Undertaker. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah, That's but great. if you look at Ric Flair, who, who might be considered the greatest deal of all time, he went into every territory as NWA champion, and he won by the skin of his teeth. Either he had his foot on the rope, he got disqualified, he got counted out, something. Roman Reigns is blowing through guys. But Not always. You know, well, most of the time he's Superman. Most of the time he's winning without interference. 
Yeah, but I mean, he's fighting from underneath. Like, he's getting his ass kicked by Chris Jericho for 20 minutes. Then coming back, Superman punch, spear win. Sure, but what I'm saying is he's winning cleanly. He's, he's you know, he's, he's defying the odds. He's not being booked like a heel. And so when I read that, I thought, do they really think they're booking him as a heel? Do they really think that's why he's getting booed? Is because they're booking him to get booed? I was, I couldn't understand that. They're not booking him to get booed. They're no, not. I don't think and so. And I had somebody try to say, well, look how he's acted the last year. No, 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 no. Look at how he's acted the last month and how he acted April of last year. Right. He had the type of attitude that would have gotten him over those two months, everything right. in between. And the person said, well, well, he, when, he act, when he faces a baby face or a heel, he changes. No, that's not no. the way it goes. That's not how you play the game. It's not no. the way it works. I agree. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll got to go to the next one quickly. So uh, this is another Triple H quote, and this is from a, a Fox Sports interview. Uh, he was asked by the interviewer about bringing somebody up to the main roster from NXT versus keeping them in NXT for the health of that brand. And this is what he said. I would be very hesitant to say for anybody, I don't want them to go to the main roster because it's better for NXT if he or she is here. That wouldn't be the right thing to do for anyone. My question for you is, uh, are they not keeping Shinsuke Nakamura in NXT because they need him there for the health of the brand? I mean, that's why he's still there, no? Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't they add him to that UK tour because the tickets weren't selling? Yeah, I would imagine they so. Did. And like, there are situations like they they brought up Apollo Cruz. Who did that help? Right, that helped nobody. It didn't help SmackDown. It hurt NXT and it hurt Apollo Cruz. Maybe it helped his paycheck. Sure, yeah. but in the long run. Yeah. I mean, I, I think how did it though, even though NXT is meant to be a developmental brand and I think that NXT is doing great things. And even the guy like Finn Balor with all that experience, he didn't know how to work in front of a camera. Uh, so that brand has done great things for guys, but it's still a brand. It's still around to make money. Uh, and no one is going to convince me that they're not keeping Nakamura there because they need him as opposed to, well, it's not the right time to bring him up, you know, kind of thing. So uh, that's why I wanted to ask you about that quote because I just don't think that's accurate. Yeah, I, I, I think it's weird. I mean, they justify and they say a lot of weird stuff. And if anybody doubts them and anybody challenges them, then, hey, you ain't getting your media credential. But here's the funny thing. I'll talk more about this on Friday's show about how WWE treats the media. Occasionally, they'll give people like me interviews, like the Arnold Classic and stuff like that because they're like, Okay, this guy came here. He worked it all weekend. We can't get we're, they, no major press was going to cover the Arnold Sports Festival all sixteen hours of their stuff. So I interviewed Alexa Bliss. I interviewed American Alpha. I talked to uh, Canyon Seaman, who was there. Uh, he worked for NXT. Mm-hmm. But what they do is a lot of times they will interview. They will get interviews from the Sporting News and Sports mm-hmm. Illustrated and CBS Local and all these places because they know that the Fightfuls, the Wrestling Inks, the Wrestle Zones, the Lords of Pain, the 411s, they're going to pick it up anyway. Right. So they look at it and they say, well, why should we give them interviews if they're going to pick up these other ones anyway? And you get the dumbest ass softball questions. Yeah. Yeah. And if you challenge them, well, they'll conveniently get left off the press list next time. And what do those stations really care anyway? Yeah, I mean, they also go with those brands because they like to talk about it on uh, Raw because they'll always do those packages about Sports Illustrated and ESPN mentioned us and USA Today mentioned us and they're all about that, you know? So. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've had, I've personally dropped names of Hall of Famers that 
like a month later get broken by broken by bleacher report and i'm like okay of course right right oh well let's move on to the next one because i have yet another quote i want to read you man today is all about getting your thoughts on quotes so uh, this is bray wyatt and he was interviewed by sports illustrated and this is what he said bo dallas is quite possibly the most talented wrestler on either roster he is the most underrated superstar of all time in my opinion Go ahead, have at it. What'd you think of that? I think that Bray Wyatt bathed in a dead woman's ashes a couple of weeks ago on TV. <laughs> I think maybe that was in character. Oh, man. Do you know, were you ever a Simpsons fan? Yeah. So do you know who Dancing Homer is? Yeah, I do. Uh, so for those of you that might not watch The Simpsons, Homer Simpson, of course, everybody knows who he is. There was an episode where he was a baseball mascot by the name of Dancing Homer. And he was the superstar for the local Springfield baseball team. He got called up to the majors and was the mascot for Capital City and flopped because he was not received by the Capital City crowd the way he was the Springfield crowd. NXT, a lot of the talent I find are running into that issue. And honestly, when I look at a Bo Dallas, when Bo Dallas was in NXT doing the Bo Leave stuff, I really did not think that was going to work on the main roster. Not that I'm making like I know everything, but I, I just did not think that was going to work. Apollo Crews, I did not think was going to work because he's, he's just too happy, happy, hoppy, hoppy, you know, just ecstatic to be there. Um, Adam Rose, I didn't think was going to work with that gimmick. It's like, why are you wrestling? You're wrestling because you just want to party. It didn't make any sense. Whereas you could look at Bailey, you could look at Charlotte, you could look at Finn Balor, you could look at those guys and know that they were going to work. So, Bo Dallas, do you think if he gets rid of this Bo Leave bullshit, uh, could work in another capacity? Do you think he could become a Wyatt? I think he should. Yeah, and I thought the Bo Leave thing, at first I thought it was getting over. I thought his perfect gimmick would have been that he somehow wins, whether it's interference of somebody else, somebody slips on a banana peel, count out DQ, but he keeps this crazy winning streak going. He does the Bo Leave thing. I had always said that the perfect WrestleMania moment would be him coming out, full WrestleMania entrance, journey playing, don't stop believing. Hmm. Then he loses in 10 seconds. Mm -hmm. He flips out, then he joins the Wyatt family, and he's the whipping boy. I mean, and I thought that sorry, I was, he, I was, he could have done great. I was going to say because the fans are are much more intelligent and much more up to speed than they're given credit for, a lot of those people are going to know that that's Bray Wyatt's brother if he was to join. Yeah. And so I think the reception would be very positive for that reason. I think that uh, that idea would be well-received. But I think that Bo Dallas with his Bo Believe shit and, and carrying the signs around ringside, it's not going anywhere, you know? Yeah, I, I think it's stupid. I mean, he's just biding his time until – I mean, he's, he's still young. He's like early, yeah. mid-20s. Right, right. Yeah, he's still got time. Okay, let's go on to the next one. So – can you think of a time in history? And by the way, what are you doing right now? Because I notice when we do these podcasts that you're always doing other stuff. You're always like looking. So, to no, the sometimes side I, and... I have you. I have you on a different monitor, and I have to look at the camera. Ah, and yeah. Well, sometimes you sometimes on... you're writing. I can tell by your like your upper arm movement that you're like typing, and so I always wonder what the hell is this guy doing over there. Sometimes I'm tweeting out plugs in the middle of the show to get people to come watch the damn show live, Jimmy. People watch the show, man. Relax. People watch the show. You know, you don't have to. You don't have to. I got to make sure you're paying attention. What if I throw in something quick and and I take a shot at you and you're not ah. paying attention and ah. you know, you got to make sure you hear it. Ah. 
Go ahead. Tag team division. Yeah. Do you recall a time in the history of the company when they had this many good tag teams and the tag team division was this stagnant with this many solid no. tag teams? Can you ever think of that happening ever? No, not at all. They have not so many good tag teams. Like, why is it? I mean, the entire SmackDown tag team division is going to be in the Battle Royal at WrestleMania. It's weak. What the it's hell weak. is going on? They have so many. Do you remember? Do you remember? I remember WrestleMania 12. That was like, what, 96 or something? 96. And they had uh, the Body Donnas. They had the, the Smoking Guns. And they had the Godwins. And that was it. That was the tag team division. It was the whole because remember they they had done a tag team tournament I think leading up to that point right if, if I remember right um yeah they had done a big tag team tournament and it was the Body Donnas versus the Godwins right and I was like oh that was all they had they had those three teams now look at the quality of teams that they have and they're not able to get anything going. I don't understand. I, I thought Hunter's mandate was to rebuild the tag team division. In terms of talent, he's done it. But creatively, what's going on? What do you think the problem is? The fact that they always want a single star out of them. They they're just can't be tag teams. Imagine if, the, if a team like the Rockers were together for a long time. Mm-hmm. The Hart Foundation were together for like six or seven years, mm-hmm. it seemed like. But yeah, to remember that that tag team division in 96, here were the teams in that tournament. The Body Donnas, who went to the finals. Skip and Zip, they right. threw them together. Right. They found a guy, they buzzed his head, bleached his hair, and said, we need you. Right. The Bushwhackers, who came back for this tournament, and that's it. Razor Ramon and Savio Vega, who they said, hey, you guys have gotten along on TV previously. Mm-hmm. You be a team. One, two, three, Kid and Tatanka, who didn't team, but were both a part of the Million Dollar Corporation. Mm-hmm. Owen Hart and Davey Boy Smith. Awesome. No, no complaints here. They were part of Camp Cornette. Hakushi and Barry Horowitz. <laughs> Phineas and Henry Godwin, and they brought in Phineas for this tournament as well. Uh. Because they just put him in there. And then the New Rockers, which they also put together for this tournament. I actually got a I got a segue into a Barry Horowitz story for a minute. Please do. So uh, years ago, when I was promoting independent shows, and I went to a show promoted by Scott Demore uh, from Border City Wrestling in Windsor, I was there with Hacksaw Jim Duggan. It's a very long story, and I was uh, standing in the back, and Hacksaw introduced me to Barry Horowitz, and Barry Horowitz was looking for bookings. And he actually was starting to sell me on, you know, this is what I can do. And here's my card. And, and, you know, I'm building a website and I can do this and this. And I, I clearly must have had an expression on my face that said, no, thanks. Because he stopped mid-sentence and he looked at me and he goes, if you're not interested, I understand. And I always remembered that because this was a guy that was supposed to be a former WWF superstar at the time. But you know, he was, was he going to draw? Do you think he would ever draw significantly on an independent show? I mean, I just don't know. So I've always remembered that because I almost felt bad that uh, in the middle of his pitch, he stopped and said, if you're not interested, I understand kind of thing. That's my Barry Horowitz story. But yeah, going, going back to the tag team scene now, there's so many solid teams. So if the Hardys come in and if they presumably go to the Rob Rand, um, what are they going to do with SmackDown? Do you think they might put Kurt Angle with uh, American Alpha? 
Uh, they probably should at this point because they have deaded American Alpha so much. Yeah, uh, yeah they're the, dead in the water. Absolutely. The, the revival need to be on SmackDown. Right. The revival need to be there. But, I mean, Rhino and Heath Slater were over. Absolutely. That, Rhino still is. The crowd went crazy for him on SmackDown. Right. And they just took him off TV. I, I said it when it happened. James Ellsworth was the worst thing that happened to Heath Slater. I'm sorry. Who 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 was James Ellsworth? Did you Fuck. say James Ellsworth? So are you talking about the guy who is now the official Fightful.com model of the Sean Ross Sapp Ya Boy T-shirt available at Pro Wrestling T slash Fightful? Is that the James Ellsworth that you're referring to? We're gonna get copyright notices. Uh, so bring quick. it. We're doing nothing wrong. We're doing nothing wrong. He's a human Man. being. There were there were a couple of wi- videos I got notifications from YouTube from. They're like not eligible for monetization from like October. For what exactly? I don't know. They're stupid. I sent I said I sent them an email back. I said uh, re-review this shit. How about that? Uh, because we didn't use any copyrighted material. And then did they come back and say, "Okay, you're good to go"? They haven't said anything to me. Interesting. I'd like to know if they're highly viewed shows and if they're trying to get out of paying on the highly viewed shows. It might be. I forwarded it to you. By the way, did you see that Oscar video that we that I posted from MSG? It did like twenty two thousand views. Yeah, yeah. They're doing great. Yeah. And then somebody tried to argue with me last night saying this was not Oscar's first main roster win. She is in NXT. She is not on the main roster. And I was like, Hey doofus. <laughs> <laughs> show an msg also no it wasn't her first anything which is why we didn't say the first we said oscar's main roster win at msg right she's wrestled but she's had like six or seven wins right at live events on the main roster right right interesting interesting anything else on the list um no not really that's it uh pro wrestling tees.com slash fightful you can get the official sean ross app your boy shirt Uh, what's his name? James Ellsworth is back there modeling it. If you're listening to this on audio and you don't watch the YouTube video, you might want to just check YouTube just to see our new model of the Sean Ross Sapp t-shirt. That's all I got, man. It's all you. Yeah, guys, I haven't been telling you all to leave us nice reviews on iTunes much lately, but do that. Every 25 reviews, I think I'm going to give away something, whether it's the St. Mick hat or the... the uh, the damn Rey Mysterio mask I never gave away. If we get to like 500, I'll give away the guitar probably. Actually, I just came up with another idea. I want people to post on Twitter, and I want them to give me an idea for the next surprise that I can have on on this podcast. Because right now, the Ellsworth one is the last surprise that I had in the bag. So I want people to tweet and tell me surprise ideas. Money is almost no object for this if I think it's good. Oh, boy. So uh, I want to know, and uh, maybe we'll come up with something really good. Oh, boy. So uh, your background is going to look like one of those old Royal Rumble covers with all the people just, like, overflowing one another. It might. I might have guys tag in and out. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe we'll, uh, maybe I'll, I'll do a mix and match every week. I do think Ellsworth's going to stay there because he is the official Fightful.com model of the Sean Ross Sap, your boy t-shirt. So he's probably going to stay. Virgil... Because the belt is on fishing line, that could be a challenge. But uh, we'll figure something out. I got a good team, well, man. Not, I got a good team. They can figure it out. There's not a lot of room in there with the hog. Uh, yes, I know. Because now, I, clearly because of that, I can't put anything between them. Right? You can't scoot your seat back. I can't do that either. No, no. no I might regret it if I do. But, uh, 
We'll figure something out. Um, so this weekend, what are you most looking forward to? Are you going to watch WrestleMania as it happens? Absolutely. I'm going to watch WrestleMania. I actually, uh, I enjoy the Hall of Fame as much, if not more so, than WrestleMania every year. hate the Hall of Fame. hate it. You hate it? It's a waste of time for me. I've heard all the stories. I don't want to... Waste of time for me. I enjoy it. The only thing I don't like about it is that they don't uh, give time limits to the people going first. And then when they get to the good ones, they're on a time limit. That's the only thing I don't like. And I, I remember, I think it was, was Lita and Scott Hall. Were they in the same class? I think they might have been. Because uh, Lita went on for a day and a half. Yeah. And that meant Scott Hall was left with something like five minutes and they cut him off after a story and hit his music, and I was disappointed. You know, he had more to say. But otherwise, no, I enjoy the Hall of Fame. I enjoy, uh, I enjoy the stories, man. I like it. But I'll be watching. Yeah, it's the the Hall of Fame just isn't my thing. Uh, I get it. it. So you're you're, you're 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 the younger, unappreciative generation. I got it. Sure. <laughs> Why not? No, I like it. I'll be watching. Once again, what if, else? If got? it was a cat fashion show. Called the WWE Cat Fashion Show. You'd be on that shit. You're going to the well too many times with that one. Are you kidding me? You say your boy every week on this thing. Every you don't week. have a cat fashion show t-shirt t-shirt to push, do you? It's not a bad idea. Was was a was a cat fashion show shirt on SmackDown last night? Don't give me ideas, man. Don't do it. Your boy t-shirts were on SmackDown last night really? and Raw the previous week. Yeah, I miss SmackDown. Was it in the front row as well? Yeah. Oh, so it was the same guy. Yeah, right smack dab middle. Oh, I, I missed it. You didn't. You didn't send me like a big photo and everything like you did the first time. You got to act like you've been there before, Jimmy. Oh, uh, is that what it is? You should have saw Monday night. I ha- I wasn't watching Raw at the time, and uh, Buddy sends me a photo with Stephanie McMahon in the shot and the big Ya Boy shirt. You were pretty excited. I could see it. You were excited. But no, I haven't seen. So I, I, I haven't. I actually didn't get to see much of SmackDown last night, so I missed that. But I'll look it up. Mike Straw says money is no object. Says the guy who claims he is not an eccentric millionaire. Okay, I said I don't like to discuss my financial <laughs> status. No, I said I don't like to discuss my financial status, and I don't agree with the eccentric part. I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't consider myself strange, Sean. Do you consider me to be strange? Speaking of eccentric and millionaires, if you want to make me an eccentric millionaire, sponsor the podcast. Email me, Sean at Fightful.com. We do great numbers, you guys. And WrestleMania is coming up this weekend. If you want me to push your stuff on that show, email me, Sean at Fightful.com. So I, I want, I'd like to hear people's opinions on this. So last week, our show did really good numbers, the best numbers we've ever done. Well, they're doing uh, the best live numbers we've ever done right now. Really? Yeah, better than last week. So last week, I think we were only 500 views off the SmackDown review show, which is pretty good. And I was wondering if it was because of the page leak thing. I was wondering if that was the hook. And I was telling Sean uh, this morning, Anna's show this week is crushing it. Like she's already almost at her numbers from last week after like two days. And I was wondering if it was because of her Nikki Bella gear in the uh, thumbnail. So do you think it might be? Yeah, maybe. Do you it think maybe be. maybe things are things are building? Maybe. Well, Here's the thing. Anna's shows have been trending upwards anyway. And like right. I said, one day we're going to wake up and it's going to have 30,000 views because yep. Anna is that good at what she does. And it's just a matter of it's, – it's so weird, man. Like it's so weird. Had I published 
like the Muhammad Hassan article I did, had mm-hmm. I published that on my own, it probably wouldn't have done anything. But the day that I did it, I had it the right place, the right people saw it, and boom. Yeah. Like six figures, like with the quickness. Like it was it exploded right. in one day. Uh do you want to talk about just, the do you want to talk about the Matt Riddle thing for a minute that you were telling me? Because I thought that was cool. About him punching gloves in the neck? No, about him seeing your impaler DDT. Oh, God, he saw that weeks ago. But had you told the story before? Because I hadn't heard it. Well, I mean, he mentioned it on the podcast that hasn't dropped yet. Ah, okay. That's on tomorrow. He, Matt Riddle admits that he was impressed with my impaler DDT. Now, I did see your springboard elbow. I saw Which that. One? Uh It was uh, so... When I was trolling your Instagram to get questions for your podcast, that's how I found out about the Atkins lasagna was because I was trolling yeah. your Instagram. There was a, a short clip of you running off the ropes. You did like a springboard elbow. Uh, oh, just just the back elbow. Yeah, I do a yeah. lot of elbows in my offense. I kind of work it in there. Got it. Got it. That's cool. Yeah. And what about, do you want to talk about Carlos a little bit? So you said that he got an award because of his fightful work. Uh, in relation to his fightful work, yeah. Uh, this I couldn't be prouder of that dude. He... Uh, he received the writer student journalist senior of the year award. And that kid works his ass off. Like in the summer months before I had an associate editor and all that, you know, when this started, it was me. I was doing boxing, wrestling, MMA. I remember I I pre-wrote about 20, 25 stories for launch. If we did 25 stories in a day, I'd probably hurl myself out of my window Mm because we didn't get enough done. And I remember thinking to myself too. I remember thinking, man, what a what a slacker this fucking guy is. This yeah, Sean Ross I bet. Come on, what am I paying him for? And I started to see, and you know, a lot of this was like learning on the job. And before I got it, I was like, "Am I ready for this?" And then as we did it, I was like, "I'm definitely ready for this," yep. because I would see all these things, and I'm like, "Okay, you got to do this. You got to do this." Carlos stepped up, and he's very versatile. He can do MMA, boxing, mm-hmm. wrestling, but boxing. That's his sweet spot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Man, he can write that. He is one of my favorite boxing writers, period, right now. Mm-hmm. And he went from just having a podcast, asking for a job, to covering events at the Barclays Center. Yeah, it's awesome. And it's awesome. for him to get that award is well-deserved, and he's going to be testing out a podcast this week with Steve Muehlhausen. Actually, i got to get him hip to Google Hangouts this week. We're going to unlist it, see yeah. how it works, but uh, we're going to get him accustomed to that, hopefully today. Cool. But yeah, I couldn't be more proud of Carlos. He he was making some pretty good money for a college kid uh, last summer in the weeks before he was going to school. He was grabbing everything. Mm-hmm. He was grabbing every assignment I put on the board. So you know what I think? I think him. sometimes people uh, they don't realize sometimes what goes into doing what you guys do. And yeah. and I, I like to bust your balls for fun because you know I consider you a friend. But you, I, I can reach you at ten in the morning. I can reach you at two in the morning. And you respond to everything. So, yeah, you guys put yeah. in a lot of hours. You do good work. Communication is key, and he did this when he was training for a marathon, while he's going to school, while he had to you know make trips home to Puerto Rico. Like, right. couldn't ask for somebody better. And it is a lot of work. I, I used to be one of those guys that would sit back and say, oh, that's easy. They just sit at home and write about wrestling. Yeah. That No, really, that's your life. You sit at home yeah. and you write about wrestling. I don't go out a lot. Let and, me ask uh, you this. How, how do you find working at home? Do you like working at home? Oh, I love working at home. Yeah. Um, 
I told somebody, I think it was Randy Cruz on the Cruise Control podcast this week. I think that's what I, I think it was him that I told. I was on there. I said, if WWE came and offered me like a creative assistant job for like $40,000 and said, move up here, I'd be like, I got to pass that up. Sorry. Mm-hmm. It would take a lot of money to get me to move from my house to Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Well, cost, and to cost do that, living, I, cost of living alone, 40 grand in Connecticut, yes. it's not going to get you anywhere. Because I've heard that's about the, the scope of what they do. If they mm-hmm. offered me that, I'm passing. Sorry. I live mm-hmm. in a very cheap area. Uh, like, like, if I were up where you were, then, like, that, that, that's still a challenge. Like, the amount that they offer for that type of job. So a lot of people will be like, because that's a thing that you hear a lot. If you, have, if you do a podcast with an ex-wrestler and they say something negative about WDB, you'll hear, they're bitter, mm-hmm. or you just want to get hired by WWE. No, really, I don't. I really don't want to because it's creatively stifling, and I like working in here. Mm-hmm. I am 15 feet away from my bed. If I need to go close my eyes for 15 minutes, I can do that. If, you know what's uh, funny is, is so Justin Roberts, again, I, I talk about his book sometimes. I'm, I'm yeah. reading it right now. So his goal was to be a ring announcer for WWE. He made it, and and he hustled, but he made it was there for like 12 years. And I think if you were to ask him now, knowing what he knows now, if they offered you a job tomorrow, would you go back? I don't think he would. And sure. me personally, my goal was to be a, a writer for WWE. Uh, that's kind of what I wanted to do. And I started the process. I started the interviewing process, didn't make it. And now when I look back on it, and when I look back to the pressure of that job, when I look back to the money that they make, and when I look at where I am now, I wouldn't trade this for nothing. Sure. So, so. And- yeah. And I'm the same way. I and I'll eventually I'll tell the wrestling ink story one day, but I worked myself to death and I still didn't work myself as much as I do now, but I've gotten smarter about it. Right. I, I've learned how to distribute my time. I am reimbursed properly for that time now because that drug that dragged down my morale, not being reimbursed in the manner that I should have been. I mean, I, I, like I said, I'll tell this story. I was basically paying for myself there, and I will detail how I was doing that when I do that members-only story. But this is my dream job. This is what I've always wanted to do. And if I worked the rest of my life making this amount of money doing this job, I'd be a happy man. Mm-hmm. And that's something that you can't – you just can't put a price tag on really. Sure, is sure. That type of thing. So – yeah, I mean, I and what Carlos has done in order to ensure that for himself, man, I got all the respect in the world for him because at that age, I was afraid of failing. I was afraid of of not being good enough. And I, like I said on last week's Members Only podcast, I kind of used that that way. I could be like, if I never did it, I could be like, well, I know I could mm-hmm. or I could have if I wanted to. So sure. So we should get to plugs before we go here. So uh, so first I want to plug JV's Flashback Friday. Well, you Friday. got the Hogsworth back there. That can plug anything up. Okay, let's talk about that. So James Ellsworth is the official Fightful.com model of the Sean Ross app, your boy t-shirt. The Fightful.com version of the Sean Ross app, your boy t-shirt. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Fightful. Everybody buy it. Uh, and then JV's Flashback Friday. It's something I started last week, and I got a pretty good reaction to the first one. Uh, I'm sharing photos from uh, my years of doing whatever the hell I did in wrestling. This week, uh, Sherry Martell is going to be the uh, is going to be the topic, I guess. And she was amazing. I love Sherry Martell. So that's going to drop what Friday morning, right? Yes, Friday morning. Right. Okay. 
Matt Riddle Brocast drops Friday morning. I think I'm dropping the Shane Helms podcast uh, Friday morning. Did I say Riddle's Friday morning or Thursday? I don't know. I kind of lost you. <laughs> okay, Riddle Thursday. Riddle Thursday morning. Helms Friday morning. I think I'm on my showdown Joe Friday. Also, I'm doing that members-only podcast on Friday. Register free, Fightful.com. Of course, follow me at Sean Ross Sapp. Follow at Fightful Wrestle, at Fightful MMA, at Fightful Online. We will be tweeting WrestleMania. So head over there. Have yourself some fun. I'm opening up that WrestleMania uh, live discussion at noon Sunday, noon Eastern. So you come over there. Get your little snack trays because I'm getting one. I ate a snack tray during the Final Four, and I was like, damn, I missed these carbs. You ate an actual snack tray? Not the tray that it was. (laughs) This show is over. We're out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.